So what's it going to be? Yay or nay? Yeah, we're live at the English Premier Yearling Sale. If you can't get to Oakland's Junction, catch the English Sale Day live broadcast hosted by Jason Richardson on the English website and on the English Facebook page. Maddie Stewart, you can do that all afternoon for the remainder of the sale. It is 19 to 1. Let's get stuck into yay on a zero four one six ninety fifty fifty two to send us a text or thirteen hundred six five two nine two seven is the number you need to ring if you want to jump on and have a chat. First question, Matthew: What do you make of I wish I wins weight in the new market? Do you think it's fair? It's funny you ask that because I'm just writing a yarn at the moment about how the new market is one of those unique races where there's so many discussion points about variables, and one of them is weight. It's actually the actual weight the horse has the relative weight compared to the opposition, Mm -hmm. and then the style of the horse and whether the weight's going to be a bigger hindrance depending on whether it's a run-on horse or not. So I reckon when Moods is sort of going, ah, about the 56 and a half, he's probably thinking not the weight itself, but can I wish I win past 17 horses with that weight and still win? And that should be exactly what he he should be thinking. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's unfairly weighted because of the style of the horse. He's thinking, he might not be thinking the horse is unfairly weighted, but he might be thinking it's very hard for a horse with his racing style. If the horse was a jump and run sit on the speed with 56 yeah. and a half, it'd be a lot easier to carry the weight than if he has to get past three quarters of the field and, pardon me, and carry the weight. What so, style of horse is, is usually best suited to, to winning a new market? Uh, I reckon on pace. Mm. I really do, because the straight is a funny thing because they all sit up. There's a lot of fresh air and they, they tend to all gallop in a pack. If you'll, you'll have noticed that they tend to gallop in a pack down the centre of the track all the time. So they don't have the same pressure to find a spot that requires speed as they do around turns to get closer to the rail. So up the straight, they tend to just slide through their gears and then and then sprint home. And as Mood said the other day, he's not confident that I wish Owen can win. He was much more confident fresh at weight for age over a 1,000 metres where he could stay in touch. Yep. It's a massive task for I wish I win to win this race, not just with the weight but with his racing style, and it is a hot edition of the new market. He's going to have to be a Chautauqua to win. Is he a Chautauqua? Well, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. He's got to carry five more kilos than in secret, who won at Coolmore by three lengths, and, and she's she be... can sit on the speed. Correct, and she's going to be... There's so many hot horses in this race. Just go, just go through the top four or five in the market. Well, I wish I win. So he's got 56 and a half. Uh, the one that I think is a real sneaky chance is Bella Nipotina. She's got 54 and a half. She in, needs a wet track. In secret. She ran super on a dry track last start. 51 and a half. Um, What's Asfura got? She's out. The news uh-huh. today, Asfura is out and uh, heading to the Galaxy. Well, and Lofty's um, got 51. Lofty has got 52 and a half. Right. And Buenos Noches, he's the one thrown in at 50 and a half. So can I wish... This is what I mean about how intriguing new markets are because of the weights. Like, you can even take out one little angle of can uh, I wish I win, give Buenos Noches five kilos and beat him? I don't think he can. I think Buenos Noches will beat him for sure mm. with five kilos less. Mm. They're horses of comparable ability and one's got five and a half kilos less. So... I actually think I wish I win's going to have to be a near champion to win. If he does win on Saturday, I wish I win, we're talking about a serious, serious star of the turf. Because we don't know where he goes from there. We can go up or down or sideways in distance. So, um, And then we all saw the photo of his leg as a foal. What an amazing comeback yeah. from that terrible injury or deformity. Yeah. So that's why the new market's 150 years old, because it stands the test of time and every year it comes around, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, All-Star Mile wildcards, they are now uh, complete. We know who they are and where they're going. 
Are you happy with them, Matthew? Yeah. I mean, the question is, it'd be nice to have a three-year-old, but if a three-year-old's not worthy of a wild-card selection, then he's probably not worthy of getting a run. Attrition was the one they probably wanted, but he, I don't think that Mitch Friedman was yeah. really keen to go there. I, I think a three-year-old's good in an, any race, but only if they hold their own. You don't want to just pluck one for the sake of it, so... Oh, you know you know how I feel about the All-Star Mile. I think there's a few little chinks in the armour of the race that need to be ironed out, and one of them is uh, the popular vote horses should take precedence over anything, mm. including wild cards. Mm. Uh, who's got the best marquee here at, uh, at Inglis? Well, I was going to say Widden, because we, we ransacked their sandwiches, but then Tracy came over with... Perhaps the leftovers from oh, the Simon Sarah. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Uh, but we've got um, kebabby stuff, beautiful um, um, salads. I, I shouldn't say this on air, but we do have five Coronas that I've just lobbed. Yeah, well, there's four left. I don't know. And some weird way. Simon Zara racing branded biscuit sort of fridge magnet. No, they've made a real impression. Is that Simon a fridge Zara magnet racing. or a biscuit? That's a biscuit. Right, okay. And it looks yeah, pretty right. yummy. They've oh, made it does. A, They've made a real impression, Simon Zara Racing. I haven't seen the boss out here, but uh, his team's doing well, a Well, who needs the boss job. when you've got Tracy? Yeah, exactly. She has been sensational for us. Uh, Matty, following on from yesterday's jockey conversation, where we convinced you to deliver your top five Victorian jockeys, mm. who do you think is the most underrated jockey right now in Victoria? I actually think Harry Coffey is in that category. Ooh. I think Harry Coffey is an, a very elite jockey, and I think a lot of people, when they think about him, they think of his courage because mm-hmm. of his cystic fibrosis. They think of his personality. Everyone loves him because he's such a likeable, nice, sharp-witted guy. But I think if you take away all that stuff and just look at the way he's been riding, um, I just think he's a th- he's an intelligent jockey. He thinks his way through. The horse of Dunkel of um, Paddy Payne's. There's a couple of times in the run where you thought, oh, gee, you're going to have to really work it. Harry doesn't panic. He just, he backs the horse in. He backs the amount of time he's got to, to get out in, in time. And yep. So I would say that Harry Coffey is probably, for all his great qualities, I think the one thing that he's not quite recognised for quite yet is that he's nearly as good as any of them. Mm. I think Michael D's record is just starting to really... Speak for itself, Matty. And I get the feeling he is probably always going to be in that conversation of being an underrated star. Just the way that he goes about it, quietly spoken. um, That's so much part of it. Yes. If Michael D had... uh, More swagger. Yeah, Yeah. more swagger. But he's just got that lovely, humble sort of personality. And I think if he had the sort of the... The wink, the twinkle in his eye of a Ben Mellum or the, the uber confidence of a Mark Zara and he was bobbing up at, um, you know, major sporting events around the world on private helicopters and that, then he'd probably have that glamorous... He doesn't look glamorous. He's just a humble sort of Kiwi guy, you know? Yeah, I can't... I, uh, him and Zach Purton, they're sort of chalk and cheese in a lot of ways. Gee, Zach's a big fan of Zach, isn't he? <laughs> he was very good yesterday, Zach. He was very, very good. Yeah, uh, Zach thought so too. If Lofty Strike wins the new market, should they take him to Royal Ascot? Julius, Matt Stewart, and Lofty Strike at Royal Ascot. Yes. Uh, so you, well, I'm mates with Julius, the... so if he goes, I'll be I'll be dagging along. So oh. why not then? Would Julius turn left on the plane? There's so much to Julius yeah. that people don't know. I told you about Julius, didn't I? I reckon he'd turn left. No, I think he'd be a rightman. Would he? But Julius, other than being Minnesota Fats, a pool shark, I told you he's um, you don't want to mess with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't planning on messing with him. No, don't. Uh, don't. That was, that was two sounds, you hitting the ground. And <laughs> that was a good addition of uh, yay or nay. One text to finish it off. Buenos Noches has done something all. Well, that something all might be a new market win in a couple of days' time. So 
Yeah, that person, he sent that text in 6.03. He might live to regret that text. He might be backing Buenos Noches on the weekend. Well, the I mean, anyway. that's fine for him to say that, but that's why he's got 50 kilos on his back, <laughs> because he hasn't won a mega... 